tarnished. Oh, tarnished. Mirakuru Taimu, the impish one. I was drinking. Whom everybody loves. Hey. Mike, the artistic, and his goose. That's me. Hello. Hi. Welcome the guests to uh, the cast about Elden Ring. Uh, the This is part two of the Where Do We Begin podcast, the end of the show block, where we discuss the game that we have uh, all been collectively obsessed with. Um, well, mostly. Uh, I, I look I look, I look at Log over there, who's been taking his sweet time with the game, but has been enjoying it thoroughly. I have collected um, one great rune. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, nice. Are you really taking it that slow? That's how you're supposed to play. Well, I had a chapter of comic book to finish, so... And a you job. know what? That's fair. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We we the, don't have uh, lives, thank you. We uh, so yeah. Welcome Mira and Mike to the podcast. Mike has been a guest of the podcast before. Mira, she this is her first uh, episode of the podcast that, that she's appeared true? on. Yes, yes, I think yes. so. I'm she's finally on, here. We wanted to have her on, and I have some thoughts about chocolate. No, Mira will not be back on the podcast. That's your podcast, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Everyone listen to me. Uh, we'll not be podcast. discussing chocolate, candy, Chuck E. Cheese. Not unless it pertains to Elden Ring in some way. We'll yeah, you talk... can tie chocolate into Elden Ring. We'll only None talk about Roa Fruits and Herbia. You can talk about peach rings. You can, if you want to talk about like candy, nobody that's likes Elden peach rings. rings. Yeah, but Bob that's wants just Bob. Elden that's, Ring. That's just Bob. I'm just susceptible to so. dumb gamer marketing, it turns out. <laughs> If you don't know what Elden Ring is, why are you watching? Uh, El- How the fuck? Elden Ring is the new game by the From new, Software the, the creators awesome new of game that you play. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. The the Soulsborne Euro genre has expanded. It is now the Soulsborne Euro Ring uh, genre, and uh, this new game fucking rules. But it's not without its problems. Today we're going to be talking all about it. We're going to dump all our thoughts here. So uh, first off, where do we begin? What do y'all think of Elden Ring? I think it's good. It's a it's fun good. game. I I think Positive. it's like I I think it is the opposite of Inscription, where Inscription was a Inscription was a really good piece of like game that was marred by its story, and this has the reverse problem where. The game is 10 out of 10, but the software that contains it is like a 7 out of 10 <laughs> at best. That's true. I think that's, I think that's fair. The uh, Elden Ring, um, I am really bad about like my like subjectivity when it comes to games. Like I can, if, if someone asks me to name like my five favorite games of all time, it would take me literally all day to even remember what they are just because my brain is stupid. Like the shit I've played more recently is the first thing that comes to mind. And then remembering other things that I love takes me a while. But like, Elden Ring, I can say without a doubt, Elden Ring is the most and the best adventure I've ever had in a video game yeah. was Elden Ring. Like, yeah. without a doubt. This good. game is fucking... It might not be a perfect game, but to me, it's like the closest thing to perfect the game has been the, in a very long time. Yeah, I, I think... Because we've, we've been saying the same thing over and over again, which is like, this is the most adventure game ever. Like, this it's is so, the most so adventure yeah. an adventure game has given me. Like in 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 I think ever there's there's not a lot of games where you get like 75, 85, 125 hours in and go, what the fuck? I haven't found this yet. I haven't seen yeah. this yet. What is this? I have I have like 10 characters in this game, multiple of them with double digit hours at this point. 
Uh, and I am still on like my third and fourth character. Of course, I've only beaten the game once. On, on my alternate characters, I'm still finding content that I did not see in my original run where I felt like I was extremely thorough. I explored so much of the fucking map. I found things nobody else had sometimes. And I'm still seeing, like, even if they're just little things, I'm still shocked. I'm like, oh my God, there's more fucking content in this game. It's insane how much there is. It reminds me of the, the splendor of when Skyrim first came out. It is, it, except yeah, better. I, except, yeah, but except even the better. gameplay is significantly better. Yeah. I guess this just means every 11 years, a real fucking banger of an open world game is going to come out. <laughs> Shouts out 2033. Someone, oh, fuck yeah. I can't wait. Someone, I can't wait. I, someone in our group chat, like, compared this to Skyrim. Like, I, 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 it was someone in our group chat comparing it to Skyrim and saying, like, that those elements that make it like Skyrim made them more like made them desire to play it more than if it was just a regular old FromSoft game. And I was like, if you take Skyrim and you add you, you take away like the like the way NPCs and characters work in Skyrim, add in better gameplay and then add just like 10 years of progress in the field of video game development. You get Elden Ring like mm -hmm. you. You will have an adventure on the scale you did in Skyrim, except like just fun it's it's more it's more mystical i mean it's way more fun nowadays skyrim was fun then there's also and and someone else brought, sorry and someone else brought this up and I'll, I'll try to make it quick someone else brought this up where it's like fromsoft is a company is very different than say bethesda where it's like fromsoft does not care if you don't yeah see we were everything. talking about that yesterday yeah, yeah they, there is a trail though that you can follow because open world games were very unpopular uh with a lot of japanese developers and and just people in general. Uh, and then Skyrim comes out. For whatever fucking reason, that was like a godsend to a lot of people over there. That inspired... That inspired... Um, uh, fucking Breath of the Wild. Because they said in interviews, they said, Yo, yeah, we took a lot of inspiration for an open world from Skyrim. Breath of the Wild then inspires a bunch of other Japanese developers because they're like, Oh, shit. You can just, like, have a whole space to explore. We didn't even, like, think of that. We're so used to dungeon systems and shit. I don't, I don't think Elden Ring, like, Elden Ring would have been in development before Breath of the Wild came out. He said, Miyazaki said, no, he said he took inspiration from Breath of the Wild yeah, in an interview. Clear. It's yes. pretty oh, yeah. clear. It is, it is pretty clear. I think Elden Ring was inspired by Genshin Impact. Maybe. In a sure, way, Jeff, Jeff Gersman, Jeff Gersman put it in a good way where it's like this game is like RPGs of old. Like it is it yes, is like weird Western RPGs that didn't tell you shit. And that is one of the best parts about Elden Ring is it doesn't tell you shit. And you're going to discover so much for yourself. And like even the simplest of things is going to feel fucking magical. It does. It does the kinds of stuff that like I always thought that they that people should do. But it was, just, it was something that open world games would never do. Um, yeah, they're afraid of cause, it. Because, like, so for example, like, uh, doing so, opening a treasure chest that teleports you to a completely different area that's like way far away from where you were before, and it's also like, you're stuck. Yeah, is in you're 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 just, you're just there. It's like, oh man, like this is the kind of stuff that I always want because it's like it's like right near where you first begin the game. You can just like walk over and you open a treasure it's chest. A, it's and it a teleports, baby trap. And it teleports you to hell. And it's like, whoa, this is <laughs> fucking awesome. And they should have done more of that. Yeah, it's something you see in like a D and D campaign, not in like a traditional that video trap. Game. That I I should I should say as well since we didn't say this is like we will there will definitely be spoilers on oh, yeah, this in this discussion. Shit. We're not um no no hold barred. I'm Final boss, Elden Beast.
The final boss is named Elden Beast. beast. Oh, shit. Is named sorry. Elden Beast. I'm sorry, that's the most revealing spoiler we possibly could have given you. <laughs> the, like, so yeah, there, there will be lots of spoilers here, but like, this is, this is not the kind of discussion where I would say like, all right, we're going to talk about the game without spoilers to try and sell you on it. I can't just go play it. Yeah, you I, can't. I think you most, yeah. I think everyone should try this game. It's not for everyone, but I think it could be for a lot of people that like previous Souls games were not for. It's the, the most fair Souls game. It is. It is one of the most interesting games yeah, to release it, in a very long time. It um, really is the. Go, it really is the best of both worlds because, like, like there's nothing inherently wrong with an open world game, but open world games were just like they end like in. It's been, you could see it in like the last few years, but like the open world games that have been coming out. Open world games used to just be like I'm talking about like GTA Three, where it's like it's just an excuse to have like. You're, you know, to give people a sandbox to run around in and like blow stuff up. That's what like yeah. open game... just like Just Cause Two. Yeah, Just Cause Two was the worst offender because it was like, oh, it's the biggest map in any video game ever, but there's literally nothing in it. Right, and that's like, a complaint that comes and... up nowadays. But back then, it was a genuine novelty. Yeah, like, but I still, yeah. but it dates it hard. When I was a kid, yeah, it's true. When when I was a kid, and I wonder if you guys will relate. I, I fucking loved any game that was even remotely open world just because it was like, oh my god, there's no levels. I'm just, it's yeah. real. I'm running around. Yeah. I can fly. Oh my god, I'm in a plane. Look, I'm going up and down all over the place. <laughs> that was all you needed. And, and yeah, and in the recent year, in recent years, right, like, we've all grown up and I feel like, you know, the mentality has changed and it's like, you know, it's not it, it, people don't just want a game world. They want more substance than just like, ooh, look at me, I can run around with a rocket launcher and I can get in a tank and blow stuff up. It's like they want like something with more substance and a lot like what that means is that you get open world games where they have like a super linear story shoved in that takes you throughout the whole map so that you can see everything that everybody worked on. Yeah, and, and you Elden don't Ring, and Elden lot... Ring is like, sorry. The and Elden Ring is like the best of both worlds in that you do have this open world. They they reuse assets. Some areas are a little bit sparse, but that's not the point where it's like there is the the it, it, it you are encouraged to just like explore and there's mystery and like there is a like it has like the classic like from soft like yeah there's a linear like path to progress on but we don't care if you get lost and get fucked <laughs> yeah it's a lot of open world games now which is why elden ring is so refreshing is a lot of open world games are like the beginning of jurassic park where it's like holy shit there's this park where you see all these awesome things and you get in the jeep and it's on rails you go where they want you to go you don't get to yeah. really see things at your own pace you you just see what I mean, they want to show you and it feels it feels really who, shitty it's who all else here was fucking sick of open world games as of late like i was I starting like I to get pretty sick yeah i just never really i haven't, played I haven't them. gotten i haven't gotten Me. into an open world game in a long time like it just they, they like even like breath of the wild like I, I played it once i'll never play it again breath of the wild's not a bad game i have thoughts about breath i think, of I think the breath wild. of the wild is a good game it just but it just didn't it didn't grab me like the closest thing I've played to open world games lately was like the the CRPG type games that have been propping back yeah, up, like yeah. Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, and even then, yeah. that's not really open world because you like progress from act there to are, act. Yeah, and there's specific maps. 
So yeah, they are like, but it is it is comparable, and those games are also going to do the same kind of things that Elden Ring does right with like just exploration and like yeah, like, yeah. Baldur's Gate Baldur's Gate three is like. I think Elden well Elden Ring's a complete game so it's like it's more fully realized and it does it better. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 I think will be neck and neck whenever that's done because the sense of like this is like mystery and like discovering things in that game is also very very good. Like Divinity Divinity 2 also did that really really well. Like Divinity 2 is another one of my favorite games. That's just the hallmark Never even of fucking beat it. That's just the hallmark uh, of that genre. Mm. And yeah, I I like like to me Elden Ring is like the best of both worlds where it's like Here's a map that you can run around in and do whatever you want at your own pace, but, like, with just enough breadcrumbs to, like, guide you along, but, like, they do just let you, like, get lost, and it's, you're not, like, it's, it's an open-world game that doesn't railroad you, because I don't want to be, like, a hater too much, but, like, I feel like every, like, I, I haven't played an open-world game in years, because I feel like I, I see all of the, I see gameplay footage of all of them, and it's like, go to the town get a quest you go on the quest you go like you you are just going from like point to point to point to point and it's like sure it's on an open world but it's like i you're just being railroaded Elden Ring tells you, know, you jack and, and shit yeah Elden Ring tells you El, like Elden Ring tells you a guy comes up to you and he says mm, my lamb kid, look at that light somewhere nice go that way and uh you could go that way um or you could be like me like like my first six hours of that game i didn't even see a boss I don't even know how that fucking happened. I just <laughs> ran around a swamp and like beat my head against a lobster for like the first that two hours of the fucking game. And it was and like my favorite, I think one of my favorite experiences in that game was coming across that lobster and it just kicking my shit in like that. That is still one of my favorite moments of the entire game is just like being fucking lost in this giant world. It like a lot of people have said this and I totally agree this game brings back childlike wonder to video games mm -hmm. in a way that others have not in a For very, sure. very long time. People compared yeah, it to, uh, it's... sorry, people compared it to Zelda one a lot. And I liked that a lot. That is a great because, comparison. Like, Zelda one similarly didn't offer you any concessions in the form of like, here's what you're supposed to be doing. Here's the place you go next. It's no, it's like, no, no, no. Like four of the dungeons are just open right now. You can just find them and advance. Mm -hmm. But like, and there is progression, like, you need some items to get into some dungeons, but it's, like, it's so open and completely unguided, but, like, people still, like, drew maps for that shit, like, back in the day. That's, that, that's fun. It's, you know, it's a thing in game design that not a lot of people are brave enough to do nowadays, where it's, like, hmm. respecting the player enough to say, like, no, 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 they want to go out of their way to explore the world. They want to meet the narrative halfway, and most, and it's not good or bad that most games don't do that, but it's, you know, FromSoft is really one of the only people doing it to that extent i think this game makes me so thankful from soft exists because yeah, like yeah. the direction that other video games are going is so not this like it is so holding your hand like outside of like indie games like indie games are not afraid to do like yeah. to, to break the norm but like triple a games are like just like hold your hand go here look at this map you see all these question marks look at these like cutscene. The and unfortunately it comes down to the fact that triple a games have a lot of money pumped into them Thus, they need yeah. to see a return, and to better ensure that they get a return, they have to make it accessible to more people. Yeah, and then it's, the more accessible it is, the more watered down it is, which is widen the market. Yeah, it's to to bring it's back another Bethesda comparison. It's why people complain about like quote unquote, and I hate to say it, but casualification of games where you get Morrowind, where it's like, oh, if you have to go do a quest, someone told you basically where they are. 
and you have to read a book to see where that was and just figure it out as opposed to like Skyrim where it just shows you get you. five you get like two lines of dialogue and then a marker that tells you literally where it is here boom 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 and yeah. it says show me the <laughs> supple in the wooden cabin yeah. in red forest there's like <laughs> yeah. a there's like a thing there's like a i mean it is typical for them but like there's a quest line that you can do in uh elden ring that involves like uh sorcerer roger and uh fia and like all that stuff and like one of the key things to like get started there is you need to go to just like you need to go to this dead end of the map and find this dungeon that that's like the only thing that's there and like at first glance there's like no end to the dungeon there's like there's like you can reach a dead end but there's like no lever to open the boss door or like anything and then it's just like oh you have to like let a guillotine raise you up you have to stand on top of a guillotine so that it raises yeah. you up to a platform and then once you're up in that secret room you have to destroy a uh, uh illusory wall and then you get to fight a boss that drops a quest item that like fuels the entire quest line i'm pretty sure that boss was actually behind three illusory walls yes it is it is behind three illusory See, walls. i didn't even know about the, that the boss is that boss is what the dungeon was named after that's in the black knife catacomb you fight the black knife assassin yes oh um, wait i did the, that. that i vividly remember doing that because mike was hanging out with me and i found that and we we i collected the key item that it gives you the black knife mark the black knife print or whatever it was called. And we're reading the description of it. And it's, and it's like knife used to incite the knight of the black knives slaying the first God Godwin. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? And Mike's like, what the fuck? And it's just this like collective, like these games do such a good job of just like, they, they put the most interesting little morsels all over the game. And you, I, I love when these games launch. I, I did not I was not able to get in on Bloodborne when it launched because I didn't have a PS4 right when it came out. So and, and I don't think a lot of people here even played Bloodborne when it first came no, out. No, I played Ooh, Bloodborne. What, I think I Mike it and Mira, I think you two are the only people who've played Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I, 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 played, I played Bloodborne <laughs> did you, and I did you finish it long? Be, I couldn't be. Um, I don't know where I think I got stuck at like Vacuous Spider or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's damn, that's you got way farther than me. That yeah, Wayne got Bloodborne, to Bloodstar Beast. Bloodborne is my my yeah. favorite favorite video game ever. That's just me personally. Um and I didn't get into it in like until like way later. I think like 2017, maybe 2018, which is like mm. a good couple years mm. after it came out, but like I so obviously all the the mystery had been gone by then, but like oh my god, that game's amazing. So anytime since then a game has come out, I've been like eager to be on the forefront so I could see all this stuff as it's getting discovered. If you I'll didn't play Bloodborne nerds. on launch with the five-minute death loading yeah, screens with no item text, <laughs> you did not play good. Bloodborne. Yeah. You played it. You is were good. playing Mumu Edition almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really, we'll have to talk about that in a minute. It truly is Mumu Edition. Like, did you see what Moopy was saying about his copy of the yes. game, his most recent yes. update? <laughs> the... I, I fucking love getting in on the ground floor with these games. Like, the... the they're... It is it is very rare that an, I get an experience like this where a, almost all of my friends are playing this game at the same time and everyone is finding shit for themselves and like comparing what we found and yeah. showing shit to each other. Yeah. Well, also, it is also very difficult because you have to tiptoe spoilers like there is so much I, you can spoil in this game. Speaking of and like, like yeah. speaking of that element, 
like i feel like so when fun. dark souls games it. were starting to get like popular like you know like dark souls like like i feel like a lot of companies started to like i mean there were some indie games that literally just made like this is our ver- like they basically made like 2d where a lot of like 2d souls clones were coming out like a lot of indie 2d souls clones were coming sword out and, sword and sanctuary or something yeah like, that. like salt and sanctuary, salt and, and, sanctuary. Those, and those games are apparently very good but like a lot of companies started to like try i don't know why but like a lot of companies started to try to like copy certain elements from souls games like the the asynchronous multiplayer aspects of it and like they just gave up and i don't know whether it's because they didn't know what to do or whether it didn't work or what but they just gave up and it's like that makes this game so magical like all these people are playing this game you see like the phantoms you see people running around in their own instances you see the blood stains and on social media you just see people like comparing notes and talking and it like it makes like this really cool camaraderie you know that like you don't like most other big games they come out and like people go oh they're good or bad or like oh this is cool but like you don't get it on this level where people are like oh did you i i, I don't i don't know what i did but i, I got this thing and it's like did anyone else so get hard. this thing it's so hard to tell other people about it because yeah. you want them to like get to you don't want to say too much you about want to it. rob it from and it's, them yeah. yeah, and the week the week one experience is so exciting and so much fun. And then this game comes out like like th- this happened for Dark Souls one, Dark Souls two, Dark Souls three, Bloodborne. But then this game comes out, and the open world nature has enhanced the like intensity of that this week one scramble so much. <laughs> the, Every yeah. single one of us played a different game for the, per- yeah. the first like thirty hours. We yeah. had a different adventure, and it, and was, it was so. It was a it was a chore to talk about it for the first week. Yeah. <laughs> if you were talking, you would you would talk. We would talk on our our channel for it, and ninety percent of the text would just be highlighted with a spoiler tag. So you would just, it would see, just like, be like a gamble, I went to like oh and then click on I, that. Oh, I didn't know what that was. Yeah, Shit. like I should have clicked on that. It was like taking your life in your own hands just it, to to talk about it. Like, and uh, the I the I love the mystery of it. Reminds me. The only other thing I can think of the the mystery of the game that reminds me of is like um. Ruby and Sapphire, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, where you if if you wanted to get the Regis, you had to you find had two to specific Braille. Pokemon. Had to learn huh? Braille. You, you to have learn to learn Braille. Braille. You have to get two specific Pokemon with two specific moves and two specific slots and go it, to a very specific location. It was like, it was like and like Relicanth. Relicanth. Relicanth, right? Yeah, yeah, and you had to go, you had to dive, you had to go into a cavern, you had to use like fly in a cavern. And Relicant was, was hard miss. to find. Pokemon did used to be really fucking yeah, weird with I that shit. Fucking, yeah, then they just started like, Mirage shit Island on silver platters. Fucking, there was like there was like yeah. Mirage Island for Deoxys or whatever the fuck. Yeah, no, there it, was it, like, it was Mirage Island, which was like you had to go to talk to this person if like the RNG generated a specific number on that specific day. That shit was so good. They don't I, do that at all they anymore don't, in the new they, ones, right? No, There's they no... fucking take you by the hand through the entire thing they, now. Yeah, that's And so hand you everything on a silver platter. I, I honestly sucks. forgot of how cool those games used to be yeah, in that regard. Yeah, like, I, for me, it's just like, I don't, like, it was a trend. It was a trend, right? That, like, people were trying to copy these elements from FromSoft. And they trying to just make it mean instead of, like, Yeah, difficult. like, I remember games trying to put in like elements like ooh oh you can give other players hint hints or ooh you can like do like sort of pvp 
with people and you can like sort of invade people but then like they just gave up and it's like the like this is why people like this is why people are talking about it on social media. Like, they, like if you want people to talk about your game with as much like love and reverence, like this is why it's because like it, it encourages people to just like share and like it, it's it, and like build these little like just talk, you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, there's stuff to talk about. And I remember you know, a game where you get railroaded through. It, I, there's not much to talk about other than saying like, yeah, that was cool, right? He's like, yeah, I was cool, and that was it. Like that's the extent of your conversation. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of complaints I remember specifically of a lot of like of Souls likes were uh, it wasn't like challenging but fair like uh, all the from software games they were just like bullshit for the sake of being bullshit and the core gameplay wasn't fun enough to justify putting up with it. The, you're you're talking about the alternate Souls games yes. like like the knockoffs. Yeah, yeah, all the knockoffs. Some people have done it okay. Like there are some like like ne- people really like Neo. Uh, huh. I played Neo 2, thought it was alright. There's really... levels to Souls, <laughs> Soulsborne knockoffs. Like, you got the some that yeah. are just, like, really bad, and then you have some that are like, oh, this is, like, this is, like, good. And then... Neo's yeah, kind of its know. own thing, though. Neo's pretty like, cool, Neo and then you hit thing, the Diablo the shit. <laughs> some people the, uh... like that, though. Some people are into, like, the loot. It's like, oh, what if Dark Souls had an overcomplicated loot system? Some people <laughs> just like overcomplicated if... loot systems. It's a little It'd be much, great if but, you could yeah. have a complete build before a new game, like, plus seven or whatever Right, the yeah, fuck. exactly. It, it's a different game, but different topic. The... Yeah, I, I... Something... We're just gushing about this game. Yeah, I want to bring in the... some negativity. I think we've been too positive. We will, can, we, I, we'll, can I gripe? I think we'll... The Is craft is trogs? Is it time for Trog's gripes? Yeah, well, we, can, we, can, we can we can talk about the complaints because then it's gonna wrap back around to more positivity. So I, we got to sandwich it. Okay. I have complaints too. Time to yeah. air grievances. I think we all have some complaints. I have, I complaint I have number one is the camera. I have Elden grievances because no game is perfect. <laughs> but I do want to say, Trog, Trog is definitely the most critical out of all of us. I'm critical. I'm critical, but I feel like the critic the criticisms reason. that I have are very um, specific to to me because mm. I really enjoy like doing speed runs and challenge runs of souls games and i feel like elden ring has traded and this isn't saying that this is a bad thing but elden ring has traded replayability for the mystique of the first playthrough as in it it has gone much more heavily into the first playthrough being a very special experience and then subsequent playthroughs not being as strong as they were in previous games which I feel like yes. pretty much everybody can agree on that, right? Like, yeah. like the first yeah. playthrough, I, amazing. Subsequent playthroughs, I wish I could oh, do it again. Okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I, I do, I do have thoughts on that too because I've been playing. Like, I have a Special ton of side characters that I've started. I haven't finished <clears throat> the game a second time You're yet, welcome. but I've been playing like a lot. I've, I've essentially gone through the first motions of this game like eight times now, and I'm, and I think I think some of you guys have too. Yeah. Um. It's weird. We're like, yeah, the the way everything is spread out in the world, it it makes the mystique of the first playthrough like fucking amazing, unparalleled. It, and I think you you have you have your speedrun tastes, and I do, and I, it does suck how that hurts that part of it. But like, I do think it's a worthy trade off uh, because the the replayability is still there. It's still fun, but it's like when you know exactly where everything is and what you need to like be efficient. 
you, you run into a few problems. One, it makes the first four hours of any run you do, you are literally just walking. Like you're not, you're, you, you <laughs> barely have to fight anything. You, you are oh, just yeah. running you're down a path, errands. go here, yep. grab a few of these stones, uh, kill this really easy boss to get a bell bearing, go, go back. Yeah, and but geez, to be fair, really how many games do you do that to where it's like, oh, this is still fun. Just cutting well, out 90% of the game. Well, no, no, no. But, but here's, here's why it's different in Elden Ring. In previous Souls games, the speedrun, yes, you got powerful very quickly, but you were always capped because of the linear nature of the game. You know, in, I mean, not counting sequence breaking and stuff, but in Dark Souls 1, you know, it's like, okay, you have to ring the two bells so that you can go to Anor Londo, so that you can kill Ornstein and Smo, so that you can do the four Lord Souls. And that was like, there were specific breakpoints where you couldn't get any stronger before yeah. completing a certain boss to move yeah. on with the story. In Elden Ring, it is so open-ended that you can literally start the game, walk around on your horse until you have a plus nine weapon, which is almost as strong as it can get, and breeze through 90% of the game. You can do it very early. Exactly. Most, it, it's, it's, it's good and bad, because like I, I think what it requires, and this does not apply to the, the speedrun element of it, because when you're a speedrunner, you're going for optimization, but what it requires in a, in a playthrough is some restraint. Like, yeah, every, every every alternate playthrough I've done, I power up my weapon to a certain point, but I just like and it's it's very nebulous where you need to stop. But you kind of have to just like, OK, I'm just going to like go do content now just exactly. for the sake of playing. The yeah, game. the game's as hard as you want to make it. But I, I also I love the open ended. Just like go wherever the fuck you want so much. I love every single playthrough I have starts with me going to the secret warp that you're is like super obscure and in a bush that just takes you to like a late game area immediately where you can immediately get like 170,000 souls by doing nothing mm -hmm. like i oh. love having that option i Wait, love no. I, I, I love that that's in the game the mm -hmm. i think the best example of that is is a compare your playthrough and my playthrough where you specifically mm -hmm. challenged yourself you were like refused to use any kind of like spirits uh, oh, yeah. you, were, you were like anybody, all close combat spirits, and everything. I punched every boss to death well almost the beginning of the where, game whereas I first tried every final boss because I was I bullshitted yeah, myself and Horfrost on Mimic Tear and Horfrost on before the they game. got nerfed well yeah Gert, fought, Gert, Gert got to one of my favorite bosses in the game one of I think a few of our favorite bosses in the game the the sec the third to last boss mm -hmm. and made him and look like a bitch I sat there I sat there and was just like shaking my head as he just horfrost stomped him to death. Didn't Howard. have to fight him more than once. Didn't even see all his moves. So I was just like, oh, <laughs> revive him, fight him again. I, so cool. Hey, to be like, fair, I did that on my first playthrough. I, I wasn't Gert using the hatchet, the but I was horfrost stomped. Yeah, see, but that's Gur experienced yeah. the game in a way that is literally impossible because they nerfed that shit now. Yeah, so now you, you have can to down no patch it. Do that. You can't do that anymore. I got a unique experience. <laughs> a truly unique experience. For and that's why I love love these games is because i play these games everyone has their own way for playing these games i play these games where because you start off you're just pathetic you're a fucking paper tiger everything kicks your ass right but by the time you're at the end of the game if the way i play it i want to be the boss of the bosses i want to kick everybody's ass and never get touched again when i heard so i use all tools when I heard that, boot over the greater will. Mm -hmm. When I heard that Gur used Horfrost Stomp on Godfrey, you know that one gif of the basketball player shaking his head, and then he goes, and then he starts nodding. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I, like, oh, man. <laughs> I did that too, actually. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that yeah, is that I, is the fight that made me respect. Yeah, I feel like um, this is coming back around to just some 
some like some grievances that I feel like are definitely only really a grievance if you're very ingrained into having played all of the Dark Souls games. Like I feel like if Elden Ring is your first FromSoft game, definitely the one to do. If you've never played a FromSoft game before, play Elden Ring first. And I guarantee you, if you like stick like what am I trying to say? If you find that you enjoy it at all, if you enjoy Elden Ring at all, then maybe go back and play like Dark Souls mm-hmm. 1 or 2 or 3. But the the grievances I have are are like really nuanced balance things where it's like I can complain about the fact that like oh, it feels like the game the bosses get a little health spongy by the end because they're expecting you to use the ash summons. So if you don't use the ash summons, then every boss past the two-thirds mark kind of becomes a slog but like somebody who's never played the souls games or isn't limiting themselves arbitrarily like they won't they won't even notice that so it's like it's a knock against the game but only for people who are super super into the games already you can play like i did where like i i I would not recommend the way i played to anyone like i had a lot of fun doing it uh there was also a time uh the fourth to last boss where i was just like screaming for an hour and lost my voice because i was getting so mad that i couldn't punch this stupid grandpa to death the it was like i and, but i still had a blast but like the, the the new mechanic in this game the ashes that significantly reduces the difficulty is something that like they they do want you to use it they, they literally have like a magical oh, crazy yeah, no, witch. that's what I, that's my complaint my complaint is that the end of the game is balanced around the ashes. So if it's not so much that the game is easier if you choose to use them, it's more like you are punished if you choose not to use them, which I yeah, think that, is a questionable decision because you've always been able to summon in Dark Souls games. That's like that's one of the whole draws is like the the multiplayer where you summon your friends or random people or whatever. But mm. there was always number one there was always a drawback with that where the bosses would get more health that's you know that's like three times health the, and that's still there if you if you summon it's a like, person if you summon a person yeah, I was gonna the, say, the health still it, it makes me wonder like i wonder why i guess it's because you could like summon an ash in the middle of a fight but like i yeah. wonder why they didn't have that for ashes where it was like maybe make it so you have to summon the ash before you get in the gate yeah and they could have made it more a like bit. a player summon or like the old npc summons you used to be able to just summon story npcs and you well, can still do that but that's that still in, the health? No, when that does. NPCs, whenever you do the story, the yes, whenever you do the story NPCs, it still boosts the health. But with the ashes, it doesn't. And they definitely expect you to do that, which is why they probably felt the need to pump the health on the latter bosses because they know, like, if you're playing the game as they expect you to with the ashes, by that point, you have like a plus seven to plus 10, which is pumping out a, a bunch of extra damage. So they, they, like, they had to scale the bosses up. up with the downside of if you don't like using ashes, like I don't, I like fighting a boss one v one, unless it's yeah. a, unless it's one specific boss, then I'll summon a hundred people. Fuck Godskin <laughs> duo. But <laughs> other than that fight, then it it sucks if you're trying to one v one because it makes the bosses super health spongy. I assume that the 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 health thing is 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 that they boost the health when you summon a person because a person can think and manage yes, obviously better. Yeah, a that's, person that's is stronger that's, that's than the ash. thing they're not gonna yeah, like but, boost the health yeah, on, but, a, but, on a dipshit but, 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 dog that, being summoned that, that doesn't matter because the ashes oh, but, but. when you upgrade them they're super fucking tanky 
Yeah, they, they can take yeah, like a million hits. It kind of negates the fact that they're stupid. Like, like mimic, the Mimic will be standing there burning in God's flame, God's like, very flame, and it'll just be like, oh, I'm going to punch, I'm going to eat this shrimp really quick tier, while it's burning to death. <laughs> mimic tier like, at plus 10 can eat like 30 attacks that would yeah. one-shot you. Yeah. Which I mean, that's all I ever the used thing. them for is distractions. Yes, less for and, them and here's hurt. the thing. Here's the reason why they're really good is that it doesn't matter if they do no damage. Having the boss not targeting you in Dark Souls is just OP. Like, if the boss yeah. isn't attacking you and you can just attack it freely, like, the combat is not balanced around that. Bosses barely have, like, maybe a boss will have one or two AoE attacks that hit multiple people. But most of the time, if you're behind the boss, they just can't hurt you. Yeah. So if you uh, have well, an Ash tanking all of, like, drawing aggro, you can stand risk. behind there and yeah, just swing at them. There are AoE attacks, and then a lot of bosses, like, they, and they try to do this intentionally, a lot of bosses have big fucking weapons, and when they swing, they will, like, hit in a range arc. behind them. Yeah, you, but you a have lot to of the times. There's a big specific arc, places. but a, a, a lot of the times it is it, like you can pretty quickly tell like, oh, OK, he's doing that attack. I'm free to do anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, the, it was like I said, it's you can make this game as hard as you want it to be. If you feel like, oh, I summon like six dogs and now this boss is getting shit on. You yeah, go, OK, yeah. I'll just summon this ash. That's one guy or like a bird. So it's there's true. only one you know, thing. I, I'm definitely not disparaging that type of play. I'm just saying I yeah. personally don't enjoy it and i feel like it detracts from my the the way that i like to play the souls games specifically yeah and like like my my experience with ashes was i used them at the start i thought it was really cool i was like oh shit you can you're like you could be like a summoner in this game uh and i thought i thought that was a really neat addition uh like as soon as i got the the lone wolf ashes that i bought from the twin maiden husks because it took me uh almost 200 hours of gameplay to ever see ronnie at the start of the game for some reason um the uh I summoned them for a while and I used them occasionally and like I was into them. My chat was into them. And then there was one boss I was struggling a little bit with and I summoned the wolves and I literally like beat the boss without thinking. And that like that just like upset me. I was like, I I wanted to like fight that guy and like see his moves. But no, these wolves like murdered him to death. And like I didn't even think of the possibility of what Gurp mentioned, which was like you, I could move down to an ash that only summons one guy instead yeah. of three wolves. Like that's a legitimate like. That would be a way to increase the difficulty, but not remove that mechanic from my playthrough completely. Yeah. I could have done that. They give you instead 50 fucking to, ashes, basically. Instead, instead, I chose to fight God with my fists for the rest of the run. Yeah. And, like, I had a blast. Um, and I feel like, the, before moving think, on from ash-related ash complaints, I also feel like you, you can see the design philosophy in some of the bosses, specifically the later game bosses, in that if you are, you, like, it really feels like some of the bosses are still designed around using ashes because they have very short openings if you're the only target and it makes using mm. slow weapons feel kind of bad at the end of the game i agree mm -hmm. because if you're using us like like it feels like the bosses are designed around having small openings if you're the only target but having big openings if there's somebody else that can take the aggro so if you're using a very slow weapon it feels like your only real option is to just either r1 or do a jumping attack one at a time have to be, for every opening, and it is yeah. agony, agonizing. You you have to be so careful with where you place your hits uh, in the late game fights. Like it it, I switched from great swords to fists, and I was complaining a lot through the game because I was like, oh my god, my this these hitboxes are so fucked up. There'd be so many bosses where I would just whiff. But it in my in my later playthroughs, I find out that like I don't think that complaint is anything compared to just like 
I, I've been I've been doing a playthrough using the greatsword, which is the actually a colossal greatsword, not a greatsword, but it's called greatsword for some fucking reason. It always has um, been. It's the it's the big gut sword. And there are bosses where they will have like the one opening you've seen in like minutes and you'll hit them and their next attack will start before your cooldown finishes. Yeah. Like it's just like so you have to like minus have, on for, hit for fat weapons. For fat weapons, you have to build around like being able to take a hit afterwards, like or you're just gonna fucking die. And, See, you know, yeah, but like, I think that's always been the case. Is if you're gonna if you're gonna no, use a big weapon, like, you need to be able to take big damage I, as well. In, uh, but it's it's never been it's never been like that so it, much. No, it is like, super prominent in this though. I will say that's why I'm yeah, not using like, any colossals either. It's it's still fun. You just have to change the it's way you play. It's kind of hard to and say it, like, because I, I, I I'm honestly the colossal hammer. It's doable. I'm oh, not yeah. saying it's not. Yeah, it's not it's just, it it's poses, the game it poses a unique challenge that yeah. I feel like wasn't as prevalent in previous games. And I'm, it's kind of hard to pin down like where Elden Ring sits on the difficulty scale whenever you compare it to the other FromSoft games. Because it's way more subjective. Yeah, because there's yeah. like because you can make it as hard or as easy as you want. Like if you get totally fully kitted out with max level summon, max level weapon, strongest weapon arts. Like yeah, it's not that hard. But alternatively, yeah, if you're doing like, like a, a fucking baby joke, game. yeah, yeah like, exactly. It, it was like, but I was think, like, wow, I didn't even this boss didn't even use all its moves. It died so yeah, fast. Conversely, like, I think soul level one, soul level zero runs and Elden Ring absolutely are going to be been. the hardest out of any like soul level yes. one in Dark Souls one, two and three. Like you can do it and it's hard and it's definitely like the most challenging way to play the game, but you can do it. I have no desire to do a soul level one run in Elden Ring because I know those last bosses are going to consist of me getting one hit in every 30 seconds for 10 minutes while never getting hit a single time. And yes. it's like, yeah, that it's... is like impossibly hard. Somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to do soul level one, no hit, no rolls using the fucking ladle or whatever like somebody with will a guitar do it. hero controller <laughs> yeah with a guitar hero controller that is not going to be me though i know like i, and I it, normally try to do that with all the souls games i do not want to do a soul level one run in elden ring the uh so other complaints let's let, let's let's go through them let's move away from ashes um other complaints camera in this game is fucking weird yeah, yeah. i don't know what they did the camera is like different. I think they just the have a lot terrible. more big enemies, and yes. like the camera so, just doesn't really handle it very well. No FOV. Yeah, that too. Big, big, big help. enemies and no FOV have been a problem in previous games. There's definitely a couple of Bloodborne bosses that are, uh, if you get them in a weird spot, like the camera just freaks the fuck out, and there's nothing you can do about oh, it. Oh yeah, you go die. up against Dark Beast Parl, and you don't know Parl? what, you're, what is happening ever because oh, yeah. it, it's you, still, you, you, uh, you see its feet. Yeah, uh, Watchdog oh, yeah. of the it's, Old yeah. Lords, also bad. I, I had a weird experience the other day where I, I found an area, Einsel River, a part of Einsel River that I never saw on my main character, and I, I fought a Dragonkin boss. And I, and I very clearly noticed, when I locked onto it, the camera zoomed out significantly. And during that fight, I didn't actually have that many camera issues, but I feel like that doesn't happen for every big boss. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. It doesn't. It's just random. And like the, It doesn't happen for dragons at all. No, it, the my dragons says, are it all terrible. The magma worms can, whenever they stand up on two feet, like you might as well just not lock on because oh, you're, yeah, just you're just gonna, staring at its balls. Yeah, you're you just going to lock on to its, its fucking ass. dick like, the whole time. And it's like, oh, I can't see its, it's like, fucking giant you, sword it's attacking me with. It's like you you straight up it like phase two of that boss. 
It gets up on its hind legs and starts fighting with its sword while it's standing upright. It's so big and you are absolutely going to be attacking it in its taint that all you see on your camera is its, it's, its, feet, its feet, its tail, and its nuts. And like, you have to gauge when it's attacking by just its by feet. like vague muscle movements. Yeah, you like, have to look at for the angle of its dangle. You, exactly. you literally have to, you, you have to look for like a two degree change in the way it's standing to see when it's going to attack you. Like, and my, it's, it's just like, why just zoom out and make my little, like make my guy little. Yeah, I don't make need to my be guy big smaller. on the screen. I need to see the enemy. <laughs> yeah. like, no, my the, biggest complaint with the camera is, yeah, there's like the issues with like big things. My biggest issue is the fucking targeting, what it chooses to target and when it chooses to target it. Yeah, it's completely random. You you yes. have someone, you have like a big man running after you, and you hit the target button. It'll like whip 180 degrees and target a snail on the ceiling. The most egregious. I don't one, know why it does that. The most egregious one, and I know exactly why they did it because it makes sense. Whenever you fight Renala, and yeah. she summons something, your your lock on will go off of her and to what she summoned. Yeah, which is like. Okay, you want to you want to see the thing that's being summoned. Okay, I get why they did that. That's stupid. If I'm like about to hit Renala <laughs> and suddenly my character just does a 180 <gasps> and like hits to the side of her just because a dragon appeared. It's like, "No. That I'm I'm trying to hit had, the fucking wizard. Don't I had lock a different me off issue. the wizard." I had a different issue where it would lock me off of Renala, but it wouldn't lock me onto the summon, and it would be really jarring, yeah. and I wouldn't see what killed me. That's like, something I remember else. the first time that she summoned a troll, and it just one-shot me by stomping on me from the sky, because the game didn't lock onto the troll. I had no idea what was happening. That was, that's All another sudden, issue. a giant grandpa stomping on my head. I'm that like, reminds oh, me. Okay, and I was so pissed. I was fucking, and if an enemy does certain attacks, it will unlock you. That's always that been true? a problem. That's, that's my fine, that's though. another yeah. huge issue I have with if you do Lost like center? a yeah, backstab true. or something, or if an enemy does like a huge jump or yeah. enters a new phase, it'll unlock you and then you half the time it'll suddenly move really fast and you lose where it is and you get fucked. I think that's that's, that's really like only a problem the first time it happens. It is intentional though, because it's like I don't it's, care it's how intentional it is, it's fucking annoying. You. Like like I, the, I, I kind, I actually, I actually kind of like when a boss does that. When it's like you have to reorient yourself and figure out where the fuck the boss went. If like, it's if doing it, a it's teleport, that's one thing. That's like clear and obvious. What if I'm I, doing a backstab and then suddenly it stands back up and runs away, and I don't realize the fucking lock on turned off. It's well, annoying. that's just when you backstab. That sounds well, like it's a pebcacker. Face what? A what? Pebcac problem exists between keyboard that? and what chair. Are you using what? Like, Come on! Who? Nobody's hey, ever said that? that in your Can you life. That? Yeah, what Where does that come fuck? from? That's like an IT customer support thing. I learned Is it, it back really? Oh, I've never you know, heard you, of that. You worked. Was that was that was that a term you used when you worked your at for hell yeah for that short time? Hey, I, hey, I've hey, never hey, heard of that. hey, hey, bleep those out. I'm not supposed to divulge that information. <laughs> <laughs> bleep those out. Part that you worked for the the, the company in the division. You, you, oh, yeah. you can't you can't say the acronym. Yeah, well, I can say yeah, the acronym. Oh, I I got it from I got it from XKCD in two thousand three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I'll I'll bleep I'll bleep. But I guess uh, everything you said out. Y'all were talking. No, don't worry about that. Just just those parts. Uh, y'all were talking about uh, Ranala and her summons. Uh, the first time I fought Ranala, people in my chat were sad because I killed her so fast she didn't summon anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did the same that thing. I remember, I remember some of you guys saying That's the same cool. thing. Yeah. That boss gave me some trouble for a bit because I was using that was a, that was a fight where a slow weapon was like hurting me. Because if if you fight that boss solo with with no distractions and you use a slow weapon, 
you pretty much have two openings and after you get a hit she will just like run away and yep. cast a spell and like attacking her is the complete wrong choice well yeah. and i had to beat her by beating the ai by figuring out that the boss would not do its backstep if i jumped because it didn't think i was going to attack <laughs> jumping yeah, attacks and this is i think this is both a positive and a negative about this game uh elden ring has added jumping and Which jumping cool. attacks I, I love it are too good i know fuck are, that i love they, it I mean, they're fun. They're fun to use. But like, I must have done jumping attacks six times as much as I yeah. did any of my other moves in this game. I, I the, feel like jumping are attacks fast. are there. This isn't exactly the right term, but I almost feel like it's sort of a it's almost a noob trap if it wasn't so effective. It's like yeah. it feels like the kind of thing that you should get punished for, like spamming. But it turns you know, out sometimes. that, but that's the thing, like 85% of the fights, you can spam jump attacks, almost no punishment. It's just the 15% that do punish you that force so, you to use something else. Something yeah. I've been feeling very strongly, like even from day one, is that Elden Ring is very uh, Tekken adjacent. Yeah. And I got that, fe- <laughs> I got that feeling when I was fighting Margit, because Margit just does strings. This dude's yeah. doing um, strings. He does strings. straight up. And the jump attacks carry over to that because when you think about that in terms of like a Tekken move, that's a godlike move if it was in Tekken. Because, so first off, very high damage. Um, Huge and, poise, like, poise damage very, as well. Yeah, very, very high damage, very high stagger. Uh, good startup. Um, relatively like normal stamina usage. At the beginning, it's a low crush because you jump over low attacking moves like yes, sweeping attacks. Moves. And then it, whenever you land and do the attack, it's a high crush because yeah, your character is crouched down doing the downward swing. And then other moves They're, will just miss because you're like, yep, you're you're like lower. crouched down. You yeah. know, I never even thought about that specifically, but you're so right. that I, I just realized how many times I've done jumping attacks and then the next attack will just whiff and I'm like, oh, phew, I got lucky. But it's like mm. no, it's, it's just like that will right. happen every time. It's the a very though, if, if the attack doesn't whiff, you're super minus on hit. That's oh true. yeah, you the, can get hella the, punished. The, the jumping attacks just have so much going for them. The yeah. I think like, but just the the nature of them existing, it would be hard to take something away from it because like it all it all makes sense, right? Like it makes sense that a jumping attack would be fast. It makes sense that it would do stagger. Uh, they just like it's just too. Watch, like, ma- maybe make the rest of the moveset have more advantages in the next game. Yeah. Like, make, g- give me a reason to stay on the ground. N- like, they need to make it so that enemies react to you to doing jumping. jumping attacks. Yeah. If, yeah. if you were fighting you, you, Horalu second phase and you jump in his face Siberian and he does, and he does <laughs> Abel's Falling Sky, grabs you out of the air. That would be on. cool. It does yeah. a Siberian you, Blizzard you, on you. Yeah. You bringing that up? confuses me now because i'm thinking about it and it's like eleanor does something in this game more so than they've ever done which is bosses will read your inputs yeah Uh, it's something it's something it's something they've added to make the bosses feel less like robots and more like they are like watching what you're doing and reacting to what you're doing sometimes it feels too fast some sometimes it feels good sometimes it feels bullshit Um, fucking god's game duo like, like there, there, yeah. Gotskin Duo has a thing where you, if you walk away and you press square to heal, the moment you press square, Instant. they will start generating a fireball and throw Instant. it at you, and it's timed so that it will always hit you if you're not in the right. So spot. that's not and just me thinking Draconic. they do that. They're literally no, doing it. Literally they're literally doing straight it. up they a reading to. your inputs. Margaret does it. Almost every hard boss in the game does yeah. it in some way. If they have a fireball, and, and I think, yeah, I think it's mostly 
like I think I think that idea is good. It just needs to be tweaked a little bit for the next game. Uh, but the, but the reason that I bring this up and why it's confusing me when we're talking about jump attacks and you talking about anti airs is like that was a consistent thing for me. It's like when a boss would input read me too hard, my solution was to jump and then attack because the boss wouldn't know what to do and it wouldn't read the jump input as anything it needed to care about because it just thought I was like rolling because primarily a jump is like an evasive maneuver. You have a, a little bit of iframes where you jump. Oh, you have so many iframes. It. It's not a little. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so you're, like, you're completely so you, invincible so when you to jump, certain attacks. So when you jump, the boss's AI is like, oh, they're jumping. I don't need to do the, the input read as if they were going to attack me again. Because some bosses will extend their strings if you try to attack after an opening, yep. which is which can feel really bad sometimes. Because it's just like, well, I had no idea they were going to do that. Um, but it, it's, it's, it feels like such an oversight that they don't react to you jumping ever. Yeah. Like... They, they never read that input as anything they need to care about. If yeah, they yeah. Hear you, it's just because they happen to do the right. Yeah, move. I was going to say, typically, if you get hit midair, it was an accident. Well, yeah, they're not yeah. doing it on purpose. Here's what I think happened. And it's something that actually wasn't a problem in Sekiro. Because in Sekiro, and this carried over into Elden Ring, in Sekiro, jumping was very much a thing. And you could do like jump attacks with that. But you yeah. or opponents, if you got hit while you were in the air, you were fucked. And that still happens in Elden Ring. Where like if you take damage, if you take enough damage when you're in the air, you'll fall flat you on fall your face down. and it takes a while to roll yeah. out of it. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like I don't know what it is. It, it could be poise. It could be stamina. I don't know. Some factor like poise affects getting knocked out of the air as well. Yeah. If it works, if that worked more like consistently, that. jumping would not be as good in Elden Ring because it's not very good in Sekiro. It's like necessary in Sekiro. It's it's a mechanic oh, yeah. that you they have like have literally to do. a symbol pops over. A symbol pops over the NPC's head and says, "Jump this attack now!" Basically in Sekiro. Yeah, exactly. yes. And 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 a mechanic that Sekiro had that I wish carried over was Makiri counters. Makiri oh, counters yeah, were, were like cool. yeah. They Makiri counters were really fucking fun where basically you would jump and then press the jump button again to counter specific attacks that would have hit you if you didn't jump. Yeah, it was but it was a mix up. It was, it was jump a mix and up. angle forward. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was a mix up because it was the same symbol, but you either needed to jump or you needed to uh, like press forward and dodge. And if you did the wrong one, you'd get super punished. But if you did the right one, it would give you like a ton of poise break. Man, yes. I should replay yeah, that, that game. That rock, paper, scissors element was really fun. Secure was um, a rhythm game. The so something 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 that we that we had discussed like around the time that Elden Ring launched that uh, changed as I learned more about it was like we, we like we we spoke about Elden Ring it's like oh you can jump in this one clearly they've like they've learned things from Sekiro and put them in this one what I didn't realize is that those games were like in development side the by same side time, so yes. it's more likely that they actually didn't take anything they learned from making Sekiro and put it in Elden Ring like maybe some but like not the entire game's development. Yes. Like a lot of a lot of decisions were already locked in by the time Sekiro's decisions were made, you know? Like yeah. I'm very excited to see what the next game. Elden Ring like, 2. No, Sekiro 2. I think I think Bloodborne 2. Bloodborne gets it next. They they've waited long. I would enough. like I Hell, want just, I want <laughs> Bloodborne I want, 1. I just want yeah. Bloodborne <laughs> 1. That's all I want. Bloodborne I just want 1 on Bloodborne PC. 1. Yeah. See, I want Ugh. I I want them to keep the open world shit. I think that enhances yeah. this game yeah. in an amazing way. And I want the, the the my most important things for the next From game, whether it's Elden Ring two, whether it's a whole new thing, whether it's Bloodborne two, Sekiro two, the like I want that sense of discovery and mystique and adventure maintained or and hopefully improved upon. Um, here, the, here. Oh, but I'm so excited to see the next project. Here, here's what I think it should be. I, from From Soft, take notes, okay. 
I think <laughs> everybody, listen. everybody, they're listening to this podcast. I know Miyazaki's listening. Okay. Here's how everybody can have their cake and eat it too. Dark Souls is over. They did three Dark Souls. It's done. Elden Ring is the new Dark Souls. In case you didn't know, Elden Ring is just Dark Souls 4 under a different name. I think that's obvious. It's, it's Dark Souls 4, 5, and 6. Exactly. So Elden Ring can continue to be an open world Dark Souls experience. Bloodborne becomes the more linear Dark Souls game, and Sekiro stays how it played. And then all three can exist in harmony. That right? actually would be cool. Yeah. Like blood blood if Bloodborne just becomes like what Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 were, in that it was that kind of gameplay but linear, and then Elden Ring is that kind of gameplay but open world, and then Sekiro is like a fucking crazy rhythm parry fest. Like, hey, that those three things I would play and buy all three series. I would play each of those for two hundred hours each. Like I'd be the, totally good with that. The thinking about the future of the the Soulsborne Ring franchise. Wow, that sounds so stupid to say. Yeah, it's uh, Ring. It, yeah, you, it, you it, it had out. me thinking. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did forget about Sekiro. My bad. Uh, earlier when we were talking about gripes, I was thinking about how one of my gripes with the game is how they took invasions out back and give them oh. the whole yeller treatment yeah we basically. didn't even talk about PvP. Uh, i have so many complaints about yeah. the fucking pvp in this game yeah, but, however but i do something believe I was found the fix about, wayne something i was thinking about <laughs> was uh in future games i think it would be really cool actually if they actually added like an because in all the previous games you've always been able to you know summon your friend and kind of sort of play the game together but i think it would be really cool actually if they added like an actual True co-op, co-op thing, like Full true action. Yes, really Elden cool. Ring is so close. Elden Ring is so close. Like, but there's just still limitations that you can tell are like engine limited, where yeah. like they don't know how to do it. Like they can't tweak it at this point. Yeah, they need a fucking engine overhaul. They need a they like really a new engine to get past some of their consistent issues. I think it would be really um, fun. I, I, it, it's, it's a. It, now that I think about it, it's a pretty minor point. But I think, like, like I said earlier at the beginning, like an hour ago. Like, uh, it, it, like, Elden Ring, the game, 10 out of 10. Like, this game is, like, really fucking good. And I honestly, it, it's like, oozing. it is, it is the game. Like, melting with passion. Like, like, there's so, so much love went into this fucking I game. I feel bad tell. for and any time. game. I feel bad yeah. for any game studio that's working on, on an open world game right now with like the old model <laughs> i feel yeah. bad i feel well, bad for i feel bad for horizon that it came out a few days yeah before that this does game. suck horizon like got any, fucked over like mm-hmm. any well, any open world game like that is the this is the new standard and i feel bad for any what? studio making an open world game like in the like that where your game is currently in development when we've just entered the post elden ring open world game era I don't know. Uh, I think you'll see more developers try to like I think you'll see more new developers take inspiration from Elden Ring like how you saw new developers take inspiration from Dark Souls. But I don't think that like the next Assassin's Creed is going to be like Elden Ring. Like well, I think that those see, you got to you got well, okay, but... Trog's right. Because you got to think how many people are on Twitter going like, this game isn't telling me what to do. Like, I think both kinds games of games can exist. exist. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's for different audiences. Not all open world games can be for everybody. Just like not how all games where you shoot a gun are going to be the same. Not right? everything like, is for everyone. Exactly. That's my take. It's true. But, but like, even if you are going to have something that is like a little like 
where you're trying to have a more wider audience, like, at least try to, like, have a world that's filled with as much adventure as Elden Ring, I, you know, I think, like... I, I think that Elden Ring did prove that you can't, that you do not have to make a Assassin's Creed tower type, like, here's all the icons on yeah. the map, go and look at all of them. Like, I think it proved that people will buy a game that does not hold your hand as hard, but it'll be up to, and like, you return it when know, they can't be Tree Sentinel. <laughs> sure. I but didn't that's the nice see thing. You tree just walk Sentinel. past Tree Sentinel. It, it's it's kind of like crazy. Right there. <laughs> exactly. It's, right there. It, it's kind of like that to me is emblematic of how crazy this game is in terms of different players' experiences. I was watching a VTuber yesterday. She spent, uh, I think, eight hours fighting Tree Sentinel straight. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. just, just just out of the gate, okay. just eight oh, yeah. hours you, fighting Tree Sentinel. Fight I didn't tree even Sentinel see him. First thing, like that's really that's pretty difficult. You didn't see Tree Sentinel. I. I don't. I would have to go back and look at the vod, but I don't remember seeing him. I think I just like walked past you him. Don't? Either, yeah. either I, I walked past him, him, or I saw him and I said nah, and I kept going. I saw him, but like my brain, my brain is having played these games before. I instantly knew like I know what that's going to be. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go fight this grandpa and throw myself at grandpa for twenty I mean, minutes. And I, I mean, that. I mean, you know, here's a giant, like a physically a giant knight on a giant horse in a field of crucified people. I think <laughs> it's like you. It's it's pretty clear that like okay, you don't want to mess with this guy too yet. You know? Literally, the moment I saw the red health bar show up on the bottom of my screen, I was like, okay, I see. This is what they're doing. <laughs> The I think the the something I love about the open world nature of this game, fucking love world bosses. I think yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. Like it's such a, it's cool. such a cool thing to encounter when you don't uh, expect it. It uh it is amazing for multiplayer and PvP. Let me say, not everything about this game's invasion system is bad. Most yeah. of it's bad. Um, but like the the ability to invade while players are fighting a world boss is so fun. The because a you that gives you an advantage when you are forced to fight two to three people every single time, which gives Thanks, the, the people being invaded the You're giant a bonus advantage. Um, exactly, yeah. Or you could do what I've been doing, which is force them to fight if they want to fight you. I've been cosplaying as Tree Sentinel and just walking next to Tree Sentinel and pretending to be his lackey, and people will just, they will either stand there and stare at me, expecting me to lose my cool and walk away from the boss, which I never do, or they'll run in and fight me and the boss at the same time, and then I have the upper hand. And, like, you've never been able to do that in these yeah. games. The, the, you, you've, never, you've never been able to force people into situations like that with the PvP. Yeah. The, the, like, Elden Ring is a 10 out of 10 game for me. I, like, honestly, like, if there, if, if I hope they, they can, I hope they continue to make open world games, because these are the open world games that I, I would care about. And, I like, I don't think Far Cry 7 is going to stack up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. My own, but, so, Elden Ring, the game is 10 out of 10. The software is at max a 7 out of 10. There are a lot of so bugs, a lot of issues. Specifically PC issues. Yes, yes. The stuttering is a big problem. It's probably 7 out of 10 on PC and like 8 out of 10 on the consoles. I think the consoles are relatively okay in terms of like performance. I think they're stable. Yeah. The PC is the one that's really fucked. I don't have have performance I was I was mostly okay too. I had like one laggy area. Carrion yeah, Manor was super I, I, low I, OBS know, for me for some reason. It, my only issue is I couldn't run VC Face and the game and OBS at the same time. Besides that, <laughs> it ran pretty. It ran oh, fine. that's why you didn't do your your VTuber there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I just that, couldn't run it. Like it is. It is like no. Know that going in is that like 
historically, Japanese developers just have a lot of trouble with their PC ports. With PC ports specifically. I mean, it's FromSoft. FromSoft yeah. has always had this fucking problem. They can't get a PC port to work right. If you have a jacked PC, it will mostly work. Like, 95% well, no, of the not, game will be fine. It's not a perform like it's not like a your pc performance issue like people have tested like it doesn't matter how good your computer is well a better so is an issue it helps but it doesn't fix yeah, it yeah 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 like the, it, the most the most that'll happen to me is like very rarely i'll just be running around the game will stop and then i'll like yeah. speed up for a second and yeah, like it is people, it, it's rare enough though, it is that a it soft, hasn't really it impacted me but some people can't issue. play the game some people like it's so bad they cannot play. yeah, yeah. it is a software sucks. it is a software issue and if you're if you're running on this game on older hardware, it's worse. But like that to me, like you guys talked a lot about like the mechanics and like difficulty, but like I think like okay, this is Elden Ring. Like in my mind, it's like this has Dark Souls DNA, but like this is Elden Ring. Okay, cool. This is how this game plays. Like I can like look past all of that. For me, the big, big blemish is like technically. Like, because those are the things that, like, get in the way of you playing the game, right? Like, the frame rate issues, the, I guess some people crash, the net play issues where you, like, invade or, like, do co-op, and then, like, immediately the connection goes away. The net play yeah. makes me want to It's, it's like, somehow worse it's, than it's ever been, yeah. which is yeah. weird. Like, Eld, Elden, Ring's, Elden Ring's network, net code, or whatever the fuck it is, is the worst it has ever been. It, when you, except, uh, I don't know about Bloodborne. Dark Bloodborne, Souls, I, two, I think Dark Souls 2 is the champion. Bloodborne's no, Dark Souls, 2, no, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, okay. 2 had decent netcode for invasions. I, 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 think, like, I think I did go, the most PvP wacky. of anyone here in Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2... I did so much! Dark Souls 2 was like the Spider's George of bad connections, okay? Sometimes you would run <laughs> in... I, I have a video of a dude who was like fighting a JoJo character. Because I walked up to him and he was like 20 feet away. And like, I, I started approaching him. And then all of a sudden I'm getting like hit at, as though by an invisible force. And then suddenly I'm getting backstabbed like 30 feet away. Okay. There were some outliers memory, in Dark Souls 2. My memory, my memory, my memory was selective, and I am remembering that like sometimes it, it was the kind of thing where it's like if you were fighting another person that was on their computer with a with a with a LAN with an Ethernet cable connection, it was great. But people who are on Wi-Fi had psychic abilities. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like they could they could do crazy shit. And Elden Ring is back to that. But the, the issue with Elden Ring is it's like half the time you're fighting someone like that, where I'll invade someone and I'll hit them with the great sword and then they'll just walk in and do their stupid bullshit anime weapon art on me and i'll die and as i'm disconnecting from their world they'll just take like 800 damage like eight seconds after the fight ended yeah, and i'm like just what explode the fuck into, if that hit them i would have won like it's so <laughs> there's something so fucked yeah. up with the net code it, it, they need to rewrite it completely yeah. and they there, won't because they don't there care. is like yeah there are like a lot of like like for me like i like for me like if i'm for me, it's like, okay, you guys talking about the difficulty, but that's just the game they made, right? Yeah. I think the game is the 10 out of 10 still. It is like, I agree with you. But anything that gets in the way of, like, playing the game, there are a lot of moments that get in the way of playing the game. Someone, I don't remember who it was, but someone theorized that maybe the internet, the, the multiplayer is worse in this because of trying to fix the loophole yes. that was That's what I was going to bring up. Is that said that. I'm sure that it is probably it had some effect that Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 all had remote code execution exploits in them because they yeah. reused the same code. <laughs> the and this came to public light literally like what? Six months before Elden yeah. Ring was Not supposed even. to come out? Not even. It was out? like a month or two. 
Thankfully, yeah, but I'm sure I'm sure they knew about it before that. But like the fact that it's like like that had to have had some impact on how their net the, code had yeah. to change. It fucking yeah. sucks yeah. for them. Like I feel bad for them that they would have to deal with something that huge, yeah. that close to launch. That, like if if they used a workaround fix, like it's I can't blame them, but it does suck so hard. Like they they had to do anything to make sure that they could get this game out with online because if this game launched with a huge problem like that. That would be major. Yeah, major. It had, you couldn't like, read any messages that say Fortnite or I want to go home. Oh, I want to go home. <laughs> Finger, try fingers, butthole. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. first, it was try like pickle. the first, what, five days of the game being out, blood bloodstains didn't work at all. Yeah. I, yeah, but with that, at least bloodstains are a minor thing. No, yeah, but it's, it's still is like, fun. Yeah, thankfully, it's a mostly single player game. Yeah. Yeah. The, if you choose um, some. I do think I do think I found messages in this game very helpful. Yeah, like, I love the messages. It's like especially half and in like half. catacombs and shit. Like half. I mean, yeah, fifty percent of them are things like try figures, <laughs> try head. <laughs> when there's nothing there, it's so the, funny. It's um, funnier the tenth time you see it. Hey, some people so can pull it off. There are some you can there do sex messages in Elden still. Ring and yeah. be funny. Dude, you just can't do the same one. Dog. Best best message I saw. <laughs> I was in Patches Cave on the walk up to Patches, and someone wrote a message that said. Be wary of Lord Butthole ahead. The best one I, <laughs> I saw think, I think... was, and I've mentioned this to you guys on stream, but I'll say it for the podcast, is that there's a fight called Mimic Tier, which is just you fight a copy of yourself. And the best message I saw in the game was I beat that boss, which causes the messages to show up. And the first one I click on says, weak enemy, therefore time for introspection. And I just <laughs> thought that was so funny. I was like, all right, that is the That's kind of good. highbrow fucking humor I, I, I need in these fucking messages my favorite lowbrow message that i saw is there so there are these poles that are just all over the game that have something to do with spirit summoning but not always because there are areas they exist where you can't summon ashes um and i saw a message on top of one it's just it's just like just imagine like a pole like something you would like tie your horse to or something the and there was a message on one i jumped on it and it said it said need cave and i was like huh what's that i thought about for a second i was like oh okay that that is kind of funny well wasn't there you don't get it you're you're under 18 and you need to tune it wasn't there like a wasn't there like a statue with like a a hole in it in like like, halic tree in small opening or something like (laughs) i do remember that but i don't remember the message itself yeah Anyway, so the I game's pretty can, good. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, we all we all generally positive like it. It's good. It's I wanna, a good I wanna, game I wanna talk, that you would recommend. I, I think there's a few more things that we should touch on. I want to ask everyone, what was your favorite moment in your playthrough? In the hmm. game? Hmm. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think it all generally adds to itself. I have, I have relatively few moments, so I can say it with gr- the greatest of ease. Yeah, what is uh, it? I got two moments. One was the aforementioned teleporting treasure chest. Uh, I think I did that on like the Friday night after it had yeah. come out. Mm-hmm. And I, was, yeah. I, I walked, I went in there, and I opened the chest. The chest, and at this point, nobody here had discovered Caleb yet. Um, nobody, nobody here had gone to Caleb yet. So I got warped to ca- to the cave. I walked out. I look around me. And it's just a completely different environment than what I thought was in this game. And I thought, oh, I'm at the end of the game, aren't I? Well, I wasn't. <laughs> but it's like, it, it gave me that feeling. And it's like the, the weird ass music is like, holy shit, this is something that I've wanted a game to do, like, yeah. always. And then the, the, fucking... other, the other thing that I really liked was kind of in that vein is um, 
that coastal cave that's near the start of the game. That was like the first thing I found in the game, but I couldn't do it yet because it was dark and I didn't have a torch and I didn't, I couldn't fight the enemies yet. Mm. But I came back after I beat Margit and I finally, I did that area and I beat the bosses. It's like, all right, well, it's cool. I got like some kind of tailor needle or something. Uh, and I didn't really know what that did, but then I, ke- I kept going, uh, past the boss arena and I kept following the path. And then I wind up on like a remote Island off the coast that I was wondering how, like the entire time, like the start of when I first started playing the game, I was looking at like, well, how do I get there? Do I get like a boat or something? And then I wind up on that Island and I said, Oh, awesome. And then I, I discovered that, that I discovered that it's the uh, the place with the uh, the dragon abilities. Dragon temple, yeah. And it's like wow. The dis the disconnected areas where it's like, how the fuck do I get there? I think all of them are so cool. The it, it's not my favorite moment in the game, but one of my favorite things like that was when I got to the isolated divine tower, and I think I was the first of us to get there, maybe. And like it, you get there. There is a portal um, in the Landell capital that is not active until a certain point in the game. Uh, so the first time you see it, it's off and it's so far off in the distance that you like, I think most people don't think to go back up there and check it again, but I completely forgot about it and stumbled back into it again. And like pro- earlier in the game, I noticed that there was just a tower in the middle of the ocean with seemingly no way to get there. I was like, what the fuck is that? And like, no one really knew the answer. And I find the portal and it warps me there. And I'm just in the middle of the ocean. You can look off in the distance, see the fucking tornadoes of Furimazula. You can see the whole fucking game. And you're just in the middle of nowhere. And the music stops. And it's just completely silent. You standing at this giant door. Yeah. And the door won't open. And it, there is no indication of what that tower is for <laughs> and how you open it. And I'm pretty sure I know how you open it now. I know. But I still for. haven't. And and like I, I, I still haven't done that. And like that is so fucking cool. There's I didn't this, even like, know about that. Yeah, it's fucking cool. I, I'm pretty sure it's for, you know, but I haven't it done is. it yet. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> yes, it I is think, for, uh, you know. Something I like, which is another case of like my own unique experiences. I have met and completed a storyline for an NPC that I don't think literally anyone else has even met. Yeah, I didn't what see NPC? Bach. And, I didn't see Bach until yeah, Bach. the patch. Oh, you finished that? Yeah, you, Gur fucking. I finished right, it in the Box wrong Quest way. Line. Yeah, but yesterday <laughs> I was watching Gur play the game, and he was getting reborn in Renala's library, and he walks behind Renala, and there's just a naked man with his ass in the air on the ground, dead. And I'm like, what? What <laughs> yeah. is that? And he's like, he was like, yeah, I fucked should up. We talk yeah. about, <laughs> should we? Should we talk about the Moo edition real quick? Yes, yeah, we, we should. Well, we, sure. we definitely bring well, that up before we wrap up, but we got to go through everyone's. I want to yeah, go through everyone's. Everybody's got to say their favorite. Yeah, movie. I, uh, I will finish what I was saying, which was I, I love that I met this man, went through his whole storyline, accidentally fucked up his storyline, and and got him killed. Uh, oops. And I tried to talk to anyone else about. it. I was like, damn, I hate that I did that. Did anyone else get to this part of his storyline? And everyone's just like. Who the hell is that? I didn't even know who Bach was. <laughs> yeah, I because don't know he's who that a is. monkey man that got turned into a bush and you have to walk near the bush to hear him go, Oh, help me out, please. Yeah. Like You meet him I, in I, a cave you know, you meet him in a cave, he's like a pathetic little boy. You No, you, you say, meet him in you, you meet him outside. You don't meet he's him in a, a cave. You meet him he's a bush. No, That's the first place the first... I met the first place I met him was in a cave and then I met him as a bush. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I met him I met him in the cave after the bush. But anyway, you give him Stamp you fox. give him a needle, and he's like, "Oh, me good sir, I can alter your garments for free." <laughs> he's a little shit. I don't. I honestly don't like him. Did you I know? I, would I like he's him. Like a weird monkey Did you know? I like him. I, he's, 
He's a little, he's a little he's craven. He's a pathetic sort, but I like him. He's Supposedly, if you play the prattling pate, your beautiful stone in front of him, yes. he has a reaction. Yes. That was oh the, that God. was where yes. I, lo- that's where I <laughs> fucked up, is he's like, oh, I would love to be reborn, but I, you know, I, I don't have, you know, I don't have a thing to do that. Ooh, I'll just be ugly forever. The thing you're supposed to do is go, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, he's beautiful. And he's like, that's oh, thank awesome. you. Awesome. But I, I fucked up and was like, oh, you want to be handsome? Here's the thing to be reborn. Forgetting that in this lore, anyone but you that's reborn literally dies like minutes later. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, I, I went back and he was dead. That's entirely and like, oh. true. Because uh, Sorceress Selen in her storyline, she gets kind of reborn. Are almost that's, anyone else. That's not. But it's not good. But no, it's, it's not no, good. It's generally a bad the, thing. Literally, the end, the end of Sorcerer's Selen's questline is like the most confusing shit. Because like I love, I love this game. There's more. a lot of confusing questions. No, I know, but like, there's game. a lot of stuff in this game that I love because it's confusing, because it's uncertain, because it doesn't have a clear answer. That's great. There's a lot of stuff that's like really up to interpretation, and I think that's an incredibly good way of storytelling, and I love that about this game. The end of can, can I talk about it? Just the, I, uh, sure. I I I want to preface it really quick with there's a lot of people in this game who want to fuck with demigods and then they try and then they eat shit. Yes, that's Celibus and Selen are what, the two big ones. Yes, that's what I it still is. Done anything with Selvis. That's what it is, and that's what happens. But the way it happens is like why? But like it, it's really hilarious. Essentially, Selen, the end of her quest line is she wants to kick out Renala out of Karyaman, and if you help her. The, the, the boss room reloads and it's Selen sitting in the middle and Renal's gone. So like she's kicked her out of it. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, all right, I've taken over. I can, I can reinstate uh, the old masters into the school. Everything's good now. If you, Where does Renal go? If you go back, well, she's gone. But if you leave and come back. She's dead? Renal is it- just back. And huh. there's, and you know those wizard balls that are just like a bunch of faces? Yeah. yeah. Selen becomes one of those. Yeah, oh, there's no. just there's just one of those in the corner just now, and you those. can talk to it and access and, her. And shop. she murmurs like "my apprentice," and then like the her shop window pops up, and nice. she's named well, it's as nice that she can still sell you things. Yeah, it's like she, it's <laughs> not just the fucking. No matter what. The, the fucking Dark Souls capitalism must go on. Yeah. The fucking old lady who reads the two fingers <laughs> will die and shrivel up and she still can sell you yeah. clothes. Yeah. Like, it's fucking awesome. With, with, with like, Celibus, Celibus's whole thing is like, mm, I need you to feed people my potions so I can make them into my puppets. And yes. then he like leans into your and he's like, I need you to go get a, a dust to make a special potion so I can make Lady Rani into a puppet as well. And then you do that, you get the potion, you give it to Rani, and she's like, dude, really? And she just leaves. And then you go back to Selvis <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. What it's the really fuck good. was he thinking? It's like... <laughs> Selvis is fucking stupid. Selvis, the fact I that he just like Selvis. he gives you he gives you potions and he just expects you to like go up to people and be like, hey, can you drink this? Because a wizard told me to. <laughs> it's it's, it's like, so <laughs> funny when he hands you the potion. He's like, hmm, I need you to feed this to Nefeli Lou. And you give it to you, you're like, hey, you want this potion? He's like, oh no, I'm cool. <laughs> it's like, oh. And then you go back and he's like, did you did you give it to them? And you're like, yeah. And yeah, I like, definitely did job. that mm. for sure. <laughs> mm, it must not have worked. I wonder why. <laughs> just like the most yeah. the, the most wizard wizard it's not some real skeletor <laughs> shit I, I like the version of that where instead of g- giving it to her and she's like no thanks you go to uh the the wizened one i can't remember his fucking Gideon. name Gideon. 
thank you, Gideon. You go to Gideon, he's like, he wants you to give this to her? Let's just dump this because he's a dumb asshole. Yeah, that, that's what happened to me, too. Yeah. But it's funny because that happened to me after uh, Gideon crushed Nefeli's spirit, which... I still have not been able to progress past that in her I quest. Think that was there's some bugs. There's some bugs. But it's like, but it, but it was fixed, quest. and I have new. I have a new character where she's also stuck. Where I have the thing mm. I'm supposed to give her, but when I talk to her, it just says leave. I can't do anything to say leave. <laughs> mm. the, yeah, um, I, I loaded uh, my game after that. Patch just, and it's just, she just like left she's just crying the there, and I'm just like, oh, that's that's a little awkward. Right. Leave. Sorry. You um, can also give the potion to Dung Eater's body and make yes. Dung Eater. I've heard into about that, and I want to. I want to see what happens with that. Turn. I just. I want to progress Dung Eater's quest lines more in my alternate stuff, because, yeah. like, the last... I In my main... I, I was already locked into an ending by the time I met Dung Eater on my main character, and, like, and I was just... I'm just genuinely so repulsed by Dung Eater as a character, I'm just like, I'm just gonna kill you, just, like, get you out <laughs> of the opposite world really of quick. Yeah, Balp loves the I, I don't love love, Dung Eater. Listen, I You just, haven't even met him yet. I just think that, like... Here we go. I just think that <laughs> it's such a rant. half funny. It's half funny and half like, wow, I've never seen a video game have a character like this intense before. I, it's, it, it's, 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 I should, good. I should no, think, it's fucked up, but it's a good I, character. I should like, like I should think it's dumb because it's honestly some Joker shit, but something about the George R.R. R. Martin like polish over it. Is like wow, this character is a very intense character for a Souls game, like more than any other I've ever seen. I, I have something I want to talk about with Dung Eater. The so about the poop? Eater, you the first time you encounter Dung Eater. No, we we know he eats shit. What else? Are we canceling <laughs> Dung Eater? The the, the first Cancel time you encounter Dung Eater, it is his spirit form that he's projecting into the round table hold. The he's just chilling in his room full of corpses that he had defiled, uh, which he had defiled long ago. Um the uh he's sitting there and he's like if you, you go up to talk to him and he's like have you ever felt the curse with your whole being oh you haven't you no longer interest me and if you talk to him again he's like i told you to go away don't disturb i haven't had i haven't had peace in a while don't disturb don't me. talk to me and when you actually meet him Which, he's locked to, in a to be fair to be fair like that's not new for souls games for people to just tell you to fuck off or i'll fuck yeah. you up yeah, there's a, there's another there's another guy you meet who's just a dude chilling at a shack in a swamp, and if you talk to him more than twice, he literally says, "What the hell's wrong with you?" Which is the biggest <laughs> fucking thing. The um, uh, but when you when you meet Dung Eater, uh, who was projecting his soul into the round table to just sit on the floor and chill, he is also alone in a sewer. But what he's doing, he he's in a cell in a sewer, but he's alone and he could chill in there, right? In theory, no one would bother him. He's all alone. He's locked away from the world. What he's doing in his cell is just banging his head on the wall going, I need to kill more. I need to defile more. And it's like, bro, the reason you don't have Hang peace on. and quiet is because you won't stop banging your head. You, you left oh. out the line that Balp would love. He also says, I need to eat more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best part, and then another part of Don't Eater, this is fucking amazing. If you clip your camera into his helmet, he has the most fucked up face. He looks, he looks like a guy that eats shit. He he looks like he looks like Warlock from Dota 2. Oh shit. <laughs> he, looks, he does look like Warlock. Oh my Warlock. god. He, Yo, looks like, okay, he looks like Warlock from Dota 2 crossed with Norman Reedus. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, I gotta go look when this we, up. Yeah. When you the, the, when you clip through Zully the Witch did a video unmasking all the NPCs that you can look at. But like when you did that the first time and I saw his face, I was like, that has to be modeled. I don't think you can use the character creator to make a face that fucked up. No, you can. That, that's the, a character. That's a create a character face. You can oh, make yourself yeah, look you like that. You can just eater. make yourself look like that. Yes, oh, you that's can. good. It's fucked up. 
The, it, yeah, he's just like a super intense character. And honestly, like, other games do like dark fantasy, but like, they're, I, I feel like they've never been like this, bold, like, vile. That's the George R. R. Martin touch, I guess. Well, that's Bob's favorite moment. <laughs> no, my favorite. Uh, I think my favorite moment is like also that chest that you that takes you to Kaylin because like that 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 like a, a because like I I hate I hate I hate that this is the only way I know how to describe this, but it is some like Rick and Morty shit where you're like, oh boy, <laughs> I can't wait to open this chest, and then you open the chest and it takes you to like hell. It's like <laughs> log describes what happens when you get out to like teleport back to where you were when you open the chest. The opening up the chest puts you in a mine where these fucked up shrimp men are forcing zombies to mine with laser swords. Like, <laughs> like, you, like it's no, it, it has, <laughs> there's such a good contrast there of like, it puts you in that fucked up mine and it's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, You've exactly. seen nothing in the game like this. It's crazy. Yeah, and then you exa- get outside and it's even crazier. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what the it's, fuck? It's like when you open that chest, you're in like, you know, kind of like a, a, a more sinister, dark, but Tolkien-esque fantasy world, right? And, and like, you open that chest, and it's like, you are, t- you might as well have been put into a, you feel, like, I felt like I got put into a different video game after opening up that fucking chest. I was like, I was legitimately scared, because you're, you're, like, every, like, these shrimp people, like, I died, like, these shrimp, the shrimp guys killed me. <laughs> They're They're very like, strong. We're going, we're going. We're going back to complaints for ten seconds. What the fuck is wrong with those shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their fireball projectiles are ridiculous. That's the worst yeah. 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 Just the most insane There's a lot the of game. Like, fucked you, up enemies. And then you finally make it out into the cave, and it's like you're on a different. Pl- you might as well be in a different game. It's like everything is like alien. It's like a pustule world. The, like there's giant. There's giant ball sacks that spew poison at you. Like. That's that that world is so good. It made me sad that there weren't more of them in the game. Yeah. The, like the there's the only like two more, con- right? A testament. There's a yeah, there's there's. I think there's like three. I think, other I think ones. if you count the volcano manor one, then that's it wouldn't want to overdo it. Oh, the volcano manor one's so cool. And the volcano manor one is crazy. It's I'm sad that I didn't get to see that. Like figure that out for myself. It's in the game. so but, hard. Uh, with with something that I love about that too is that this is not something they've ever done or had in these games before. It must it must have been the, it must have felt the same to encounter a mimic in Dark Souls in Demon Souls even. Like before yeah. anyone knew that that could happen. Like I remember my initial reaction. I was just like, I was in the call and I was just like, what the fuck? What? B- before I even got warped to the mine, because it turns you into gas. Like, I was like, what yeah. the fuck is happening? What? What? I didn't. I. It was so fast. I didn't even see what the message on the bottom of the screen said. I was like, what is happening? And all of a sudden I'm in this mine and then the hell is raining down. Yeah, and shrimp, like, shrimp people are like, going, and you see <laughs> zombies holding laser swords, like poking at her. It's making power drill sounds. Like, it's just like. <laughs> It's like that that's a moment where I was like, okay, we're gonna see like fucking astronauts in this game. This game could have anything in it. The uh Okay. I wanna um I wanna I wanna take over for just a second. I think Yes. My one of my favorite things is in Caleb, I think. I have too many favorite moments to single out one. Me I too. I, I have three that I'm gonna like. One of my blast one of my favorite through. things about Caleb Warp is that like Log, Mira, and myself, I think, all wound up in Caleb. 
that didn't in some way that didn't involve walking over them. That's amazing. There's like two different mm-hmm. teleports that take you to two different. I the first one I took was the one that D tells you about, which takes you right to uh, Beast Cleric in the top. So that was my first exposure to Caleb was winding Did up. Did you on this find it without room. him telling you? No, or he told, was it after no, he, he told me. You. But it was Someone pretty early. Someone found that without D telling them, and that must be crazy. Yeah, it's just like, in a bush. As, that portal, I love. I love that portal is open no matter what. It's hidden so well. You cannot see it unless you just happen to check those specific bushes. But like, like so anyway, like you, there's two different warps, and like that's the first place I ended up was like in this guy's house. And I'm like, what the shit? And there's a gargoyle outside, and then there's a dragon down by gargoyle. the bridge, and then like. But and then like Mira, I think you said your first way you got there was through the elevator from Siofer, right? Or from mm-hmm. the Einsel River. So you just came up from like a completely different way. And not one of those is, oh, I just walked over to the red part and oh, there's a fucked up world here. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really. I oh, didn't my. even know how you got to Kaled naturally for like a long time. Because yeah, really, all you do is the, yeah, follow the road. Go to the east. Yeah. I know. I know. It's so it's like whenever I found the way back, I was like, oh, Mistwood's just like right there. It's funny, it's too, like, because that road. A testament to how. Go ahead. A testament to how crazy Kaled is, is it's like, I, like, like you, I think Mira, you said this too, is like, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, this is like the end of the game. Like, the sky is red, everything's dying and rotting, there's giant eggs and beetles and like, yeah. fucked up shit here. Yeah. And it really is not even close to like the final shit in the it's, game. It's bonus, it is, it's optional. Kay- you <laughs> never have to set foot in Kaled if you don't yeah. want to. It is a one. It is a 100% optional area that just That's happens great. to be the size of one fourth of the game, and it's just over the hill from like the starting zone. Yep the 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 road to Kaled is actually so fucking jam packed with content for the early game. I found yeah, this on I'm... on subsequent characters, but like you if you are if you're at Roderica's shack and then you just hit a road east, you get the Warmaster mm-hmm. shack. You get to meet D. You meet Alexander. You there's meet a, Yura. There's a mariner there. There's a mariner there. I all of that entire road didn't see that till after I beat the game. Yep, I never same. went on that road. <laughs> I like. Or it was it was right before I beat the game because I went there to get the last Deathweed. The yeah. uh, and like that's there's like a dungeon where you get the Uchikitana. It's like oh. I I All right. yeah. All right, uh, let's we got just be just for time's sake. Who wants to say their favorite moments next? Mike, I'm picking you. Uh, it was when I saw the big fucking dragon in Kaled because I came through a yeah. weird way, so I didn't know what it was at first. And I saw it and I was like, oh, that's a dragon. I bet it's a dead dragon like in DS3 and other games. Oh, no, it's alive. It's breathing. Hey, it has a health bar. Why the fuck does it have a health bar? And then like, (laughs) it turns out it's pretty easy to kill because you just need a bleed weapon and you just fucking. It's a very, I like the lore. You're not supposed to kill it that way, but But you you can. can. So therefore, it's very You should kill it. You should put it out of its misery. It's It's funny. fucking dying of Because whenever the game was first coming out, people were saying like, don't kill the dragon. It's important. It's important to that. You're going to lock yourself into an ending if you kill the dragon. And oh then it's God. like, now it's like, no, that is, that's just a random dragon. That, that's a bank. Like you could just kill it. That's it's the not international even re- bank of Caleb. It is it's not related bank. to any single plot in the game. Like people were saying like, no, if you kill it, you'll lock yourself into an ending. No, if you kill it, you'll mess up Fia's quest. It's not related to any of those. It's completely nope. unrelated. I, so many moments like that. So many things in Dark Soldiers like, yeah, no one gives a fuck about this shit. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, uh, next, next moment, next moment. My Who favorite moments were... I thought you had three. I do. No, Mike. No, I said I, I have three. I said oh, I had two. Oh, many. okay. Fake friend. Uh, oh, shit. I don't remember one of them. But anyways, uh, definitely number one for me is Godfrey hitting the Zangief. <laughs> taking his shirt off and hitting the Zangief and then he's a grappler. I almost died in real life. 
and my second favorite moment is uh, just Blaggard Big Bogger in general. I think he's the <laughs> he's best crazy. NPC in the game. Which, I love that this dude. The th shack. There's just a dude at a shack crouching in front of a big bowl of shrimp. Or like, he's like boiling crabs, and, and you come up, and you come up, prongs. and he's literally like that vine of Limmy watching Horrid Henry. He's like, dude, 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 fucking boiling his prawns. You come and say, oi, fuck off you. <laughs> and then if you do his quest a little bit, he's like, I never met someone who likes prawns that I couldn't trust. At some point, he literally just calls himself like some shithead. Like, he rules. He's the best. <laughs> he really is the best. Uh, uh, the... What what one last quick thing? Uh, favorite one of my my other favorite moment is like just discovering like taking an elevator down like the one from Mistwood or whatever. Like whenever you take an elevator up to like the level below the map, like it's not like the whole map, but oh my god, there's just more. Like every little yeah. nook and cranny yeah. you look takes you on another part of your adventure. Like it just this shit just goes. You feel like fucking Frodo. Just like more shit just happens. You know the beginning. You know that there's an end, but there's just so much shit in between. That's uh, great. My turn. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to agree that my favorite part was uh, the Godfrey slash Horlow fight. Yes. Uh, kind of in a backhanded way, in that I kind of feel like the last one third of the game, it kind of like starts meandering and it got a little long in the in the tooth. Once you hit the mountaintop of the giants, I was starting to like I was almost starting to check out because we didn't really get into this. But there's a lot of repeated bosses and stuff. And by the time you get to the one third, you've basically seen all of the like non story relevant bosses. And I feel like I got to Faramazula and it was like fucking godskin duo just beat me over the head for hours godskin duo the is the lowest point in the game the for fucking sure yeah. low yeah. point in the game and then it's like you're you're like your 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 spirit is defeated by the time you get done with godskin duo and then you have to go fight fucking maliketh which is incredibly difficult so you have the worst Ooh. boss fight <laughs> in the game oh. right Girl. next to like one of the <laughs> hardest boss fights in the game and then you have, and like, and then like some weird shit happens. The world changes. You like enter the true end game after that. And I was like, I was kind of mad because I was just like, I kind of just want this game to be over. Like, can I just fight the final boss and see the credits? Yes. Yeah, and then much. you have, and then you have another boss fight, which is not the final boss that they just spring on you right before the end, where it's like, hey, you want to fight a fucked up uh, player NPC that can just shoot every spell in the world at you without <laughs> yeah. any cast time. I was gonna time. make a joke. Favorite moment: Gideon off near boss fight. <laughs> that Should've boss fight. Boss that boss fight <laughs> is funny because it does just fall victim to the problem that all player NPC AIs have, where they either kill you instantly or you just punch them until they die and yeah, they don't I, get I, to I do really anything. Gideon off near the all knowing. I will now cast flame cleanse me five I, I, times in a row. I really, I really loved Wayne it's... dying twice in a row to Gideon summoning an exploding shield and Wayne just like, not caring and running into it. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Nice. I had never seen it before. Yeah, that was like, well, the first the first time it was like, okay, yeah, oh, that's an exploding shield. Okay, I, I like like me watching say, like, okay, so whenever he has the golden circle on him, that's the exploding shield. And then the second time, the, then immediately after you go in, you start hitting him and then he puts up the, ex the exploding shield again and I see the golden circle and then you hit him and I see the golden circle playing an animation like it's about to erupt and then it explodes and kills me in one hit. <laughs> I did not notice. I did not notice. Like, but, I didn't know that's what he was uh, Anyway, anyway. That spell, my, he teaches you that spell. My it's, shit, a, it's, a, it's a... Anyway, 
the point is that by the time I got to Godfrey, I was honestly fucking pissed. I was like, can this be the fucking final boss already? And it was such a nice change of pace whenever that boss happens. And that's honestly just the best boss in the game. Like, it's yep. the most fair. It's the most fun. It's the mm -hmm. most interesting design-wise. I was like, oh, this is why I like playing these games. Like, yeah. I was at the lowest of the low, and then you hit that boss. And then it kind of falls off a cliff again at the final boss, but uh, Godfried yeah. and Horolo no, oh yeah, are you know, super cool. That should be that should be brought up because we didn't talk about it in the complaints. Godfrey is the third to last boss and Second to is last. fucking amazing and one of the best. Yeah, third to last is what I said. The, like the he he is the, okay, he is the, yeah. the last, last one's boss. a two parter kind of one yeah. one of the best yeah. one of the best in the game one of the best in maybe all from games. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, up there for sure. Uh, and then after rules. that, you go into the Erd Tree and you fight Radagon, which is a re a really sick fight. The second to last boss, I think, was a very it's very cool. cool fucking. It's fight. not as good you as Godfrey, the... but it's good. No, it's not. It's it's yeah. not as good as Godfrey, but it's pretty fucking cool and yeah. would have been good enough for the final boss, in my opinion. The uh, and it plays this fucking reprise of the main theme, and it's just really fucking cool. And then it's like after that, it's just like okay, now you're gonna fight this Avatar of the Greater Will, which conceptually is cool. Oh, you know what it is? It's a big blob that it's runs away like from a, you and shoots stupid projectiles. It looks like it looks like a cartoon yeah. dragon with a. It's kind of weird. Texture. Yeah. They were definitely going complaint, for like an otherworldly thing, but it does just kind of end up looking like a big cartoon. My, my biggest complaint, and I think it would fix so many things. That fight feels like you should be able to ride your horse, and you can't. Like, yeah, I think that yeah. fight would just be better if you oh, had your horse. Right. I didn't like, think about that. And it would have been cool. Like, it would have been, like, your final hurrah yeah. with your buddy Torrent. The fact that, that there's the whole no... Game. Yeah, the fact that there's no, like, Torrent repri uh, reprise in the final boss, that's... Yeah, that's, that's, Zelda that's kind of that. stupid, right? Like, yeah, like, Zelda, you fucking, literally, yeah. Maybe they were afraid of Breath that. of the Wild. They were like, "Oh, dude, everybody's gonna think that we copied Breath of the Wild final boss." Well, if we have well, like, okay, 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 okay. And then if you have a horse, using the horse at the end of the game is good and cool. Yes. You There's, should yeah. do that. Yes. There's a Breath of the like Wild Twilight comparison Princess, there, like, but I was thinking of Sekiro. Uh, there's no horse in that game, but. Uh, <laughs> There, there's that there's that Secret boss fight. fight there's the boss fight that's like the celestial dragon on top of the waterfalls or whatever the fuck right. and that fight was right. like a little bit gimmicky but yeah like you know yeah. the, the mccary counter was like that game's gimmick or like the lightning counter or whatever the fuck you did in that fight yeah. i don't remember yeah i feel like they could have done something similar there yeah they could have just Man, made it I, a I gimmick fight fucking lightning it honestly it's one of cool. i think yeah. you're right elden beast is one of the few fights of the game that i feel like it should have been a gimmick fight instead of just a straight up fight like that like yeah. that would have improved it if it had a gimmick to kill uh, it let's you talk are, about, you, listeners, listeners can i talk about home, my favorite moment we, yeah. yeah, we all. I still have. To, we have a bunch of them. We have to talk about. But one last thing about Elden <laughs> oh, Beast. Viewers, listeners at home that haven't played this game yet, get ready for Elden Beast's stupid fucking ball. Get ready for the dumb yeah, fucking awesome, ball. Awesome ball. The shit fuck ball. All right, Gur, go. Uh, my favorite, and it is unique to me, and I understand that. My favorite thing about the entire game was after getting skill checked by the fire giant struggling with that motherfucker getting fucking furious with him after i finally killed him uh i like got the mark of the beast on my forehead and just went on a rampage and just decimated you every, every boss, boss after, after Fire that Dying, right? i one tried every single boss <laughs> after that no i take that it back so i did walk in and got and get insta killed by radigan but then yeah. i am smashed his fucking balls against the floor as soon as I knew what his deal was. I died to Godfrey yeah, over a hundred times. 
<laughs> Mira was on I, Godfrey for a while. I was yeah. on Godfrey for a while too. Felt, yeah. I, I wish I was on Godfrey for longer. I want to get to the end of the game. Again I so optimized I that, that fight boss. so fucking hard. His phase one, I had that shit down to a science. As soon as he hit phase two, I was in full panic. I was I was playing you, against you I was were, playing against Pot and Exerd. I was so scared. You you had like a fucking mental like disadvantage. Like there there was a, there was a battle of wits there where it's just like like you you had like a debuff on you by seeing Zangief. They put him. a grappler on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for but sure. But yeah, it like that was my favorite whole part of the game was to go from that that awful struggle not maybe not awful but that struggle from ninety ninety nine percent of the game. To suddenly, I'm a fucking monster, and I'm just ruining everything, and I love it. Uh, it felt so good. I, I remembered what my third was. It's uh, way off in the middle of nowhere, in a secret corner of the sewers. After you fight a boss, you can hit an illusory wall at the back, and then you continue on. And it's this, like, huge shaft that's full of nothing but dead wandering merchants. Oh, that and there's one oh, yeah. way at the bottom playing its violin. The atmosphere of that area was so excellent. I finally get to the bottom, and there's a there's this huge glowing door. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And there's messages in front of it that say, like, try no armor. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I took all my clothes off, and I go in, and there's three fingers, and they hug me. And I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Now, now I'm covered in burns, and my eyes are yellow. Oh, I sat down at the... Or actually, no. I actually did that after I uh, sacrificed Melina. So I didn't even get the cutscene that you got at the end, Wayne. You got the cooler I version was, so, of the ending. So, yeah, that's what I was, I was going to bring this up as happens. one of my three favorite moments. The So my three favorite moments, my first two are very fast. Uh, the lobster, like I mentioned, on day one, where I threw myself at a fucking lobster that just has the most insane moveset for no reason. It can like pick you up and pierce you a thousand times. It can shoot a laser. I spent like 30 minutes fighting this lobster and like me, Balp and Mike were all like huddled around like, oh, what, what do I get? What do I get for beating this lobster? And I get a piece of white meat. Like it was just, it was, it was like that moment specifically fucking ruled. Um, favorite moment number two was the first time Radon went into phase two. Oh, yeah, uh, the first cool. time Radon jumps into the stars and comes down and meteor strikes, that is some definition One Piece shit. <laughs> like, that is some shit that doesn't happen in video games. That moment is so cool. Um, the And then, yeah, favorite moment number three was in, in sync with Mira's, where it was the, the Frenzied Flame area. The uh, I forget what the actual area is called. But that drop down to that area after you... First of all, the sewers are a fucking maze. The sewers are like this, so this labyrinthian area the full of rats, death frogs, like all Stone your least imps. favorite enemies. The fucking omens, which are super strong. The, uh, like, all, all your least favorite enemies in the game. And, and it's huge. It goes on forever, and you have to find the most obscure route to get down there. And you find this lift, and you drop... It must be, it must be the fastest elevator in any FromSoft game. All the way down to this giant chasm. This giant chasm surrounded by waterfalls. And you fight a boss... Uh, which is a weird duplicate. I'm not really sure why he's down there. Um, the and and like you were already so deep in those sewers. I was like, I was like blown away by like how much there was just below this city. And it is all it is all like capped off by the. I think one of my favorite songs in the game is the ambient music for the sewers. It just has this like beautiful ominous tone to it. Uh, that I, I don't know, it, set, it sets the stage perfectly. And then when you get to that fucking chasm full of all the dead merchants with the fucking, with that weapon that they have, all these questions as soon as you get down there and the fucking violin, like you were, did you did you mention the violin? Oh yeah. The, yeah. Or like, yeah, it, it plays this like this like haunting song as you drop down. 
And Mira helped me out by guiding me to this area and made sure that I did a quest line for an NPC that was tied to this. And like all of the, all of those moments, like like one on top of the other, that NPC, I find myself thinking about that character way more than some of the other stuff in this game. Hieda's like vocal performance is so fucking good and just like so weird and sad. I it's like it's like like her her like yelling like like no more births no one will be born anymore if we do this and i'm just like oh okay yeah. like it's so weird and scary and like it, it was that the, the lead up to that and then the final moment that cemented it as my favorite moment in the game was before i like the frenzy flame melana talks to you and this is something mira didn't get melana sits you down and is like if you do this i will hunt you down and kill you I will make sure that you die. And as soon as she said that, I got a pop up that said "unappropriate, inappropriate activity defected." <laughs> I, I fucking butchered that. Inappropriate activity detected. Turning off Elden Ring, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, that's right. That was. Really I was funny. like, "What you is this fucking uh, error. Is this some Toby Fox shit?" Like, you shouldn't have done was, that. Yeah, the that the frenzy flame ending is one of the coolest things yep. in the From game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it is. I we need to wrap this up. Explain yeah, Moomoo ending. Moomoo puppy needs ending. walk. So our friend Moopy has the game on PS4 and has really bad internet. So he has the game. I don't even know how this physical. happened. He like physical. He oh he bought it physical. So that's how this yeah. happened. Right. He, he is playing. He is playing though. the game before the day one patch, and things are playable but different in a way that it's like obvious that. They kind of just didn't really expect anybody to play this version of the game before the day one patch. Because all of the text for the item descriptions are either wrong or confusing. And NPCs so are in up. the yep. wrong place. He can't progress quest lines because they're just like not where they're supposed to be and don't make any sense. Chests are empty. Items will like... Like, he got a tabard, like, just, like, a regular armor piece that's supposed to have, like, a description of, like, the area of the game it came from. And it just says, like, it's got a tree and an animal on it. And that's yeah. It. <laughs> he fucking... Today he told us that he encountered patches in, like, a poison castle. You're supposed to find patches in a volcano where he kicks you off a cliff. And, like, he found him in the wrong area going, like, go over there. I'm going to kick you off the cliff. And there's nowhere there's for him no to go. There's no cliff. Like... There's some things that change where it's like, why? Why was it like that? Why was patches there? He was just in the it's wrong so, spot. It's so strange. The, mystery of, the mysteries of Moomoo edition. So that's the that's the secret secret Moomoo edition. Is our friend Moopy gets to play? Yeah. That if, you, and nobody if you have else. a if you have a if you have a personal copy of the Moomoo edition, if you have a PlayStation Four copy, give it a shot. Maybe if, you'll you find might something. get the, you might get the <laughs> Age Absolute ending. You might be the first yeah, one. Yeah. I'm not even gonna I explain that. I fucking wonder. I fucking wonder. What if Moopy? Wait, what if Moopy gets the secret ending? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was our Elden Ring discussion. That's the um, end of our show. It's probably game of the year. It's very For early, sure. but I would be really hard surprised. I don't know what else this. is hard supposed to, to come out this year, but Starfield. it would be really hard. Don't so listen to anybody that talks up anything. Yeah. Listen, I love space games. I enjoy a lot of Bethesda games. It's I have zero it be, hope for it. I they I haven't. I feel like it's coming out this year. I feel like I haven't even seen one second of gameplay because there hasn't been one second. Right. Right. December thirty first. Right. 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 We gotta eat food. This is Elden Ring, everybody. I'm gonna eat a McChicken. Wait, we'll follow us. Go to Google The final boss is Elden Stein. Our names and you'll find us. The final beast is Elden Stein. Don't spoil it.
Work for fuck. I'm hungry. Um, thanks Stop for listening, everybody. Go. We'll see you next month. Bye. Yeah.